Hi, welcome to my podcast where I talk about all the things. Truth, I have absolutely no idea what I am doing, but I think you're going to like it here. So take a seat, grab a coffee, and just hear me out. Hello, welcome back to my podcast. How's everyone doing this morning? Are we good? I am feeling good. Um, I My sister made coffee this morning and she hated it because she used a uh, Starbucks creamer. And, um, and she like, doesn't like sweet coffee. So she gave it to me and I tried it. Honestly, I didn't hate it. Um, but my taste buds are weird. Anyway, exciting news. Um, I have my first podcast guest joining us today and I'm so excited. Can you tell? Um, my friend Jenna Logan of JL Films is a videographer extraordinaire and she's with us today. Hi, Jenna. Hi, what's up? How are you? Doing good. Doing good. I've never been on a podcast, so... There's that. I've never interviewed anyone on a podcast, so there's that. Yeah. New things happening. We're doing new things today. I love it. Definitely. Um, so before we jump in, I guess we should let everyone know how we know each other, how we met, how this happened. So we met, like, I don't even know. Do you know what year it was? I think it was, like... Um, I want to say 2017. I think that sounds right, because I, yeah. I was in New York in 2016, and I think it was the season after. Um, yeah. I'm almost positive it was 2017. Yeah, so we met on um, America's Next Top Model uh, season whatever, 20-something, um, in <laughs> 2017, too many. Um, yeah, so I, I remember meeting you in the kitchen of the cast house and being like, oh my god, she seems so nice. And then you were only there, how, do you know how many days you were? Um, I think I wasn't there for even a full month. I, I want to say it was like a couple of weeks tops. I kind of came near the end of it. If I remember mm-hmm. I rem- right, I, rem- I remember meeting you, and then like the first or second day you were there, I was like, "Are you coming?" Like being like really sad when you said it was like your last day. I was like, "No, wait, she was so nice." Wait, really? I feel like you weren't there till the end. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I feel like no, you're probably right. Actually, yeah, was it like in the living room area of the house where I said goodbye? Yeah. I think so. I feel like I remember that and being like, oh no, like it's your last day. That sucks. And then I feel like at some point we were like following each other on Instagram and then we were like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, we're, we're good. We'll see each other again. <laughs> That's so wild. It feels like so long ago. I know. It really does. It feels like, I mean, it was years ago, but it feels like five years ago. It does. Crazy. I don't know. That show is so wild. That whole time was wild. Um, was it like, I think it was like a year or two ago is when I like reached out to you to film for the musical theater company that I work for, I think. I think we had talked a few times other than that, but I think that was the next time we sort of did, <laughs> we were like interacting in person again. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would say it's theater, uh, theater production stuff. We're not like super close, but I feel like we're like closer because of that like experience and like... Um, meeting up again for that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then since then, I feel like we talk a little bit, especially planning this podcast. I feel like we, we've gotten to know each other even more. It's great. Yeah. I love it. I I feel like too, Instagram has been weirdly enough, a good place to kind of keep up with certain people. Not, not everyone, but I feel like with us, like that's been kind of our main way to keep in touch. So I like that. Yeah. And I feel like, especially during this time, like it's been such a, like, people are just like relating to people more like through social media mm-hmm. because that's like the only thing. So you're getting more of a, um, you're getting more of a, I don't know, more ability and like more opportunity to like talk to people you normally wouldn't, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. 
more people are online too. I feel like now. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. More connected in that way. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, has anything uh, interesting happened to you this past week that you'd like to share? Yeah. Um, so my girlfriend and I celebrated our anniversary, um, our first year together. Yay. So that was really fun. We took a little trip to the coast. Um, I live in Oregon, so give you some location. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so we took a little trip to the coast. Kept it low-key because obviously the pandemic, we can't really go out to restaurants and yeah, things. Yeah. So. We did that and came home and watched a movie, made a little fort. I love it. And that's so cute. Yeah, it was really cute. Just curious because, like, I'm obviously in LA. Are restaurants and stuff closed for you guys or are they still open, sort of? Um, things are still open, but definitely, you definitely can't sit down mm-hmm. anywhere. It's very rare to find a place where you can sit down. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of similar, I guess, right? Where yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for, I'm pretty sure, like everything seems to be changing, like every two seconds. But um, I'm pretty sure it's mm-hmm. like every like takeout and delivery is still open, but like pretty much all like outdoor and indoor dining is shut down, at least in LA County. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I but I've also heard that like certain counties are like still open, so like people can just hop over to the next county and like get food. Yeah. Which I find huh. so wild. But yeah. Uh, okay, so anniversary. That's super cute. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, happy anniversary. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> I'm, I miss love. Wow, that's so fun. We love, love that. Still exists. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. I love that. Um, well, I haven't celebrated any anniversaries recently, but I did get a new fence in my backyard. Okay. So yeah. that's exciting. That's fun. Um We've had like a shit wood fence for like 20 years since we moved into this oh, house. No. And wood is really hard to maintain. Um, so we put in like a white plastic fence, like the vinyl fences that match like the oh. other side of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not like they're not our like go-to. Like they we wouldn't have done that if it was not that we already had a white fence on the other side that like our other neighbors yeah. would put in. But yeah, it's done. We don't have a gate though right now because apparently when they put the gate in, like the gate to the front yard, they have to like let the cement uh-huh. sit for like a week or two. So anyone could just walk into my backyard, which I probably shouldn't be announcing <laughs> on oh a podcast. My gosh. Come on over. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I definitely won't be able to do that. So you're safe telling me that. That's the world though. Come rob me, everyone. Please don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> Oh my god, what a time. Yeah, they were here the last two days and like drilling and um and putting it in. That's fun. Love the so drilling. Fun. We love drilling at 7 a.m. We oh, love that. Geez. Our neighbors, I swear to God, like hate well, us. I'm sure. I yeah. I mean it's season for change. I'm happy you got a new right? I feel like I I feel like everyone just sort of that's something you put off for a really long time. You know, no one says, like, I'm going to get a new fence today. I don't hear that too often. (laughs) I feel like that's, like, one of the projects that you're, like, you really don't do it until it's, like, way too late and, like, you should have done it, like, years ago. But you're, like, why do I – how do I have time for that? Yeah. But, you know, the pandemic has gotten us doing crazy things. We're we're getting things done. I feel like everyone's doing, like, projects, like, home projects right now because, like, you can't really do anything else. You're, like – yeah. Why not? Yeah. So your fence, uh, your new fence is very symbolic of the times. <laughs> it is. It's going to, it's going to be, um, yeah, symbolic for a long time. We love it. Um, so it's December 10th, which is wild to me 
Um, wow. I, don't, I don't know how we got there. Me neither. <laughs> Do you feel like the year is was like March, April, and then like a blob? Yeah. And then here we are. A hundred percent. It was like March, April, my birthday, Christmas. <laughs> no, sorry. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Like that's the year. It sounds like my year. We're on the same page. <laughs> it's such a blur. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. How are, are you a Christmas fan? Are you excited? Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I, I it's weird because I don't necessarily I never I never go around saying like I love Christmas so much, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, I think it's just it's it's a holiday that I can't not love, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love the energy and like atmosphere that Christmas sort of brings every year and I mean, this may or may not mean anything, but usually my birthday is on the winter solstice, so that's exciting but not this year, not this year? <laughs> no <laughs> wow how so, in 2020 i know so rude um that's so rude <laughs> how could they <laughs> um and, and it's kind of a stressful time but i feel like because it's so positive usually i mean i guess not everyone can say that the holidays aren't always positive for everyone but um mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's stressful but i think you know it's it's not as stressful because i enjoy it so much um Cause I also have my birthday, right. I, I just explained that, but yeah, <laughs> my birthday is this month, Christmas, and then obviously the new edition of my anniversary. So it's a busy month. I love that. It's, it's a good month. Um, yeah, I feel like for me, and I feel like this is like sort of universal this year, especially, I feel like people were decorating for Christmas. Like those who do way earlier than they normally do this year. And I feel like everyone is like, oh, yeah clinging to the joy that this the holiday season brings like even tighter this year just because it's been such a like shitty depressing year for so many people and obviously <laughs> obviously like you said like not everyone loves loves christmas because i think you know you have people who don't celebrate christmas and then obviously you know there's privilege and you know not a lot of people have mm-hmm. the same safety and and happy joyous uh experiences around the holidays but i think on an average uh view I feel like this year more than anything like we need Christmas you know like we, we need, need the that, spirit of Christmas <laughs> we need that joy joyful like Christmas music like I was listening to Christmas music the second they put it on the radio we need that yeah that's one thing I haven't actually done this year which seems weird because usually I'm on that Christmas music train but I don't mm-hmm. think I've listened to much this year I feel like Christmas music is a thing you listen to in the car the most like at least for me yeah I feel like because I'm not in a car like a lot right now it it is like for the most part I'm listening to it when I'm in the car you know so maybe that, that makes plays sense. part in it um yeah and I'm not in the car much anymore so <laughs> right oh my god I'm my car we're gonna go on a, a tangent my car like we have so it's me and my parents my sister and my brothers who live in this house and we have four mm-hmm. cars. We pretty much only drive my mom's car anywhere because she has a minivan and it's, we fit, we can fit things in it. And we just all, if we're going anywhere now, we're all going together. So it's like, take the biggest car, right? We have a driveway that fits like two cars. And then we have to rotate the other two cars on the street and we have street cleaning. Anyway, all of her cars have like died at least once. Because we're just not driving them anywhere. Oh so we've had to call AAA like <laughs> five times during quarantine to like change our batteries. And I'm like, thanks. We love that. Wow. 
Of course. Of course that happened. <laughs> right? Right? It's 2020. 2020 is going to become a verb. It's going to be like, how 2020? <laughs> I wonder if we'll ever get to a point where we can like look back on this time and be like, I don't know. I wouldn't say laugh about it because I feel like you don't laugh about things like this serious, but I feel like, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like ever look back and be like, oh, like not feel so upset. I think so. You know? Yeah. I, I, it'll take time, but I think eventually, I mean, it's going to mean nothing to people who didn't really experience it. So like the younger generation who probably mm-hmm. doesn't, or probably won't remember much from this time. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like it's sort of going to be like an inside joke. I feel like to the generations that were really experiencing. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. We're going to have to explain why 2020 (laughs) was horrible to everyone. Not even even just with the pandemic with so much. Oh my God. Let's take like a quick break and then we'll dive into the 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 nitty gritty the depths of this conversation everyone will see you we'll see you guys in a in a few minutes welcome back uh hope you had a great break i don't know how long your break was because you could have paused this for four hours who knows um (laughs) anyway welcome back um so i think we talked a little bit jenna a couple of weeks ago about what we were going to talk about today. And I think we, based on Instagram posts and um, I think just conversations we've had either like through DM or comments um, have a lot of like similar, I think experiences, uh, especially like our mindset during the pandemic and like during um, in relation to motivation and and creativity and um, boundaries and all that kind of stuff. So I think one of my biggest drives for starting this podcast was to be able to have conversations with people about all these things, especially during this time where conversations feel pretty one-sided or just like lacking because we're not seeing people as much and talking in person as much. I think a lot of conversations are happening over text or, you know, messaging. And up until now, these conversations that I've been having on this podcast have been very again, one-sided. I'm recording in my shed by myself and any (laughs) feedback I'm getting um, or community or sense of community that I'm getting is coming for me like a week later from when I've had these thoughts and had these discussions. So it's, for me, it's super exciting to be able to have a more immediate dialogue, which I feel like is such a pull to having, you know, a podcast with when like when people have podcasts with co-hosts or when they have guests on podcasts that you know it's a more um direct I don't know just a more natural yeah yeah, exactly feedback yeah so I don't know I'm excited I'm excited to to get into the the depths of this of this episode so we kind of talked about this again like off off camera um but we're like nine months into this pandemic you're living in Portland, right? Yes. How is your how has your experience been so far with like work? Um, I know you're freelance doing that, and then also just like the effects that the pandemic has had on friendship and relationships, family. Um, I know that's a lot, but you can obviously break it down how you want. Yeah, totally. I guess I could start with work. Um, at the very beginning, I was trying to get a new job uh, out of this current field. 
um, I wanted to work with, uh, kids with autism. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was going to be my segue into something a bit more long-term because ultimately I think I want to get into a career, uh, related, uh, in the mental health field. Mm -hmm. Um, so at that time when the pandemic hit, I was trying to do that. And then of course, like everything fell apart Mm -hmm. and that job didn't go through. I didn't finish the, the, what's it called? I didn't finish the training. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had to kind of rely, go back to the current work that I was getting, which wasn't much at the time, like at the beginning of the year, it's always really slow. So that was my main reason for getting another job other than the fact that I wanted a career change. Mm -hmm. But, um, (laughs) so work was, it, it slowly got steady over time. And ultimately I'd say I'm very fortunate that my video editing picked up because I was so used to filming on the weekends. I was shooting weddings all the time. The past like five years I've been shooting weddings. So when weddings weren't a thing anymore, uh, (laughs) I had to go to my next skill set, which is editing. Mm -hmm. So that kind of became a more full-time thing. Um, but not much of a shift as far as working from home. Cause I already did Mm -hmm. probably like 60% of the time, 70% of the time. And it just bumped to like 90% of the time. Yeah. So at home a lot more and not being able to like go to a coffee shop right. and work that, that was really hard. Cause that was every day for me. You I could go to a lot. Like you would be yeah. at coffee shops working and stuff. I feel like, yeah, I thrive in that environment. I don't know why. Cause a lot of people tell me they can't focus, and, mm-hmm. but for some reason being around people, even if you're not talking to them, I liked that. Like it was yeah. like having it, it was social, you know, in its yeah. own way. Um, so yeah, that changed quite a bit. Um, and in terms of friendships, I mean, I feel like, uh, I guess I keep my circle small. So my friendships didn't really change all that much because I feel like having a smaller circle has allowed me to really pick people that I know, are going to be there for me, especially during time, during times like this. So I feel like my relationships, if anything, have just thrived, which I know cannot be said for everybody. And maybe that sounds a little like really optimistic or really like, but it's true. I mean, I haven't really experienced too much of friend loss, I guess, during this time because the friends Mm -hmm. that I've kept have really held up. And, um, it's something that wasn't, I mean, the last couple of years, like I've had to learn that you have to pick people accordingly because like anything can happen, like something like this could happen and you need to have those people there for you. And you can't put, can't be really putting energy into people that are not giving it back to you in general, but especially like in this case, I guess. So Mm-hmm. everyone's like going through shit right now, you know, like in different, different, um, aspects, whether it be, you know, out of work or, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm someone who has, has had moments of like feeling sad through this whole time and feeling upset, but I also like don't struggle with depression. And so yeah. if I'm feeling sad, I'm able to pick myself back up somehow, right. uh, whether it be with distraction of like TV or a movie or writing yeah. or jumping into this podcast. So I think, I totally understand the the fact that I think right now there's just strain and tension amongst like the world. And so I think that that definitely 
has an effect on people's relationships, especially because I feel like relationships, um, whether they be friends or family or like a significant other, I feel like, you know, we, we like those relationships thrive and grow on like shared experiences. Yeah. And I think it's really hard to share experiences right now. Um, when there's not much to do, you know what I mean? And so I think it's, it's so important, I think, um, to really, put an emphasis and like a a lot of effort into your circle, you know, whether it is a small circle or a big circle. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's hard to do for sure. I think, you know, it's hard to, I don't know. I think conversations are like harder right now. Cause it's a lot of like small talk or talking about what's going on in the world, you know? And mm-hmm. I feel like how much small talk can you have? And then also how much do you want to talk yes. about yeah. the shit that's happening? Right. I think it's, can be overwhelming. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like, how do you kind of stay optimistic in conversation? Because no one wants to be talking to a downer, but at the same time, a lot of this year has been hard. So we're sharing that. Um, yeah, exactly. And I think that that's, that's the shared experience is this whole year. So I think not being, not being willing to talk about all that stuff, um, is like, it's hard, you know, it's hard. Cause I think that's, that's the shared experience. It's not, it's not going out to dinner or going out for drinks or, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's it, this bigger picture stuff, which is like, I don't know. I think once things get to a place of our new normal, um, I, I, I do expect that a lot of relationships will kind of fall back into a pattern of like what they were before, even though everyone, I think what they right. were before, but obviously I think this is going to change a lot of people. Um, but hopefully, you know, yeah, we all change and definitely. grow for the for better. The better. Yeah. Wow. Look at mm-hmm. us. Great mind. Yeah. Um, Getting on the same page. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want I to. Like before... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go. <laughs> Finish this thought because I want to go back to uh, ask you about work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just going to say, I think a lot of people are going to inevitably become more sensitive, more mm-hmm. in tune with people's emotions because I think we are a little bit more compassionate during this time. So that's good. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I think, I feel like the, there's a lot of like profound hate in the world right now. Um, but I do feel like after nine 11 happened, I wasn't expecting that for some reason. It hit me hard. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But I feel like after nine 11 happened, there was like this very like patriotic sense of community. Mm-hmm. The reason I bring it up is because I think I hope that like this, there is a similar response among all people and more inclusive this time, but like we did it, we got through it vibe after, you know, come next year or whenever we actually are, you know, officially safer um, outside. Mm -hmm. And I just hope that that's like a communal thing. I hope that there is like rejoicing in the streets. I think so. I really do. I really think it will be a thing. It's kind of like when, you know, Biden got elected. It's kind of that same victorious, like we're all, but this time it's going to be larger, obviously. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I, no doubt, I really think we will have that, that moment. So yeah. And I just think too, like really being like, I just hope that there's more 
gratitude and like appreciation for the little things. Like I want to, and this is a personal thing for me, but I, I don't know, maybe other people feel the same way, but like I, I will forever be super grateful about like walking into a target and not being stressed about germs, you know, like just like not, not letting myself like fall back into that routine without having gratitude for these little things that I think we've all missed for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I mean, not going to bring it back to nine 11 real quick. (laughs) I feel like even though I was very young when that happened, yeah. every time I go into a plane, I feel like I think about it. Not maybe 9-11, but I think about, oh, I could die like yeah. on this plane at any point um, because history has shown that stuff like that happens. I think it's, just, it's, it's, the, it's, it's going to be a constant like thing. And mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, I do think that there's going to be a lot of real, and I don't talk about this lightly, but I do think that like there's going to be a real element of people who come out of this with, PTSD and, and like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I need therapy. Like I need therapy for other reasons, but like, I need therapy. Like the double the amount of therapy now. <laughs> I need double now. Yeah. I, I need it. No, I need like, it. Like, um, but I don't know. I think, I don't know. It's just going to be, it's so interesting. And it's so hard because you can have like conversations over and over again about like what you think is going to happen. I mean, I remember in like the beginning of the year or the beginning of this pandemic, which I guess was the beginning of the year. So, wow, that's so strange. Um, But (laughs) so weird. But I remember, you know, thinking like, oh, it'll be like sort of like trying to convince myself that like by the end of the year, it would be like normal again. Yeah. And then like time passes and you're like, fuck, normal's gone. Normal's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think we all, we all had hope. We were all hopeful, very hopeful at the beginning. I feel like, cause it, it just, just, it just seemed impossible that something like this was actually happening. Like, Oh no, no, yeah. no, no. It's just something we're mm-hmm. hearing on the news. It'll go, it'll blow over. It's fine. Well, <laughs> it's so funny because I remember I work again, like the, the same children's uh, theater company that, um, that you, that we reconnected mm-hmm. with. Um, we were working on high school musical um, when like in March mm-hmm. and we had like three more weeks till the show. And I remember um, my, one of the students had told, like the parents were saying that she was going to miss some rehearsals because she was going to visit her grandparents in China. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like the next week, that trip, that trip had been canceled. And I remember overhearing the parent talking to, um, the director and saying, oh yeah, there's like, this virus and we just don't want to go. I had heard about it in the news, but wasn't really paying much attention at the time. It didn't, it wasn't as far as we know here yet. So it was like this thing that was happening to people Mm -hmm. in China. And then all of a sudden within like literally like, I think less than a week, it was like becoming more of a threat here. And um, I remember there was talk about school shutting down and like we we didn't think we were going to finish the show. And then within like two days we're clo- like school is going to be closed by Monday. Wow. So weird. And that feels like 10 years ago. That feels like 10 years ago. I can't even remember. I think I, I can't even remember how, when it really sank in that this was a real thing. I can't, I don't really remember. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. <laughs> I think that's totally valid because 
this entire year has been a yeah. big blur. So time is yeah. irrelevant. Maybe I fully didn't believe it. So I, I don't remember that moment because it, it never really came until it, we were, were deep in it. <laughs> is it even here? Like, that's my question. Is that, is that, has it actually sunk? Because I, <laughs> I feel like I'm yeah. still, is this real life? Like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, is this real life? Every day is Groundhog uh, Day. So wild. It really is. It really is. Um, you said, so backtracking for a minute, you said you were talking about work, um, and you were talking about starting a new job and getting into, or trying to, and getting into the mental health field. Um, but then diving back into editing and stuff, because that was what was Mm -hmm. an option. Um, do you feel like, and I know planning for the future right now at least for me is like weird because it's like what when is it you know happening but do you feel like you've like re-found a a love or passion for not that your passion was gone prior but do you feel like more motivated to stick with editing and videography now that you've gone back into it or do you still feel like at some point you want to go back into the mental health um track again or try to yeah that's a really good question it's like a perfect question, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, I feel like I did. I did find a newfound sort of appreciation for what I did mm-hmm. or do, I guess. Um, and yes, I think at some point I do want to still work in mental health. I think it's just, I didn't realize, I think what I'm realizing is that's something I want to do a little bit later in life. I think I thought it was right now, you know, this is what I need to do. 2020 is start getting the ball rolling with that. But I think I really started to appreciate, um, I don't know, some different opportunities that came up and working with some different companies. And, um, I feel like I have more variety now in what I do because before I was just filming weddings all the time. Mm -hmm. I was getting, rough. I love Mm -hmm. filming weddings, but when that is a hundred percent what you do, it does get really exhausting. And I I was burning out from it. Like Mm -hmm. I remember end of 2019, I was so burnt out. I thought I was never going to film another wedding. I was like, I can't do this anymore. But, um, you know, I think it really gave me a chance to slow down, do the editing thing. Um, Mm -hmm. and kind of just take on some of those new opportunities. And then I was then able to come back and sort of get some more motivation to keep doing what I used to love a lot. And, um, yeah, I think I did become a little bit more creative because I took some space away from the wedding world and then came back to it with a new perspective. So. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. I feel like there's this And I think it's changing now for sure. Um, But I feel like, especially with women, but I feel like there's a societal like expectation that like, once you pick your career career field, it has to be what you stick with kind of. And Mm -hmm. I think it's so like, cause we're so young and I just feel like the fact that like you are now kind of, it seems like at least at a place where you can see yourself doing this more cause you've again found like a new appreciation for it, but like can still say to yourself, like, maybe I want to go back to on this like mental health path at some point in life. I think, you know, there's been this, this, um, expectation that like, you have to like, love what you do. And I, again, I think it's changing, but like, you have to stick with your career, the, your entire life and find something you love at 20 or 21 or whatever it is. 
and then stick with it. And I think it just, I don't know. I've, I'm constantly changing and constantly. I mean, I've always like loved the film world and the TV world, but I think it's just like your, what you want to do in that aspect for me, at least has always yeah, sort of shifted, I think too. And I just think, I don't know. It's like, I'm 23. I can't, Right now I have a, a goal on dreams, but it's like, who, how would I know in five years if that's going to be the same? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. It, it really is weird. It changes yeah. because similarly, when I was 23, I was heavy in the production world. And I thought that was, I wanted to be like a director of photography and I was really interested in getting camera department. And I mean, besides the fact that I don't think I took the active steps to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I, yeah, the change just happened and you, you're right. You can't anticipate that, but I feel like I did know in the back of my head that it wasn't something that I was super intensely passionate Mm -hmm. about. Um, and that just came to surface whenever it did. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're right. You can't know, but I feel like, I don't know how you feel about what you're doing and if that's something that you wanted for a really long time, maybe that would sort of mm-hmm. give you some insight. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, I, cause it's funny. Like I feel like I have worked since I was 18 in production and it's, so I was thinking about it today. Actually, this has been the longest stretch that I haven't been on set um, because I haven't gone back to work yet. And yeah. Like, that's so weird to me. Like, I used to be on set at least, like, a couple times a year, and I haven't been on set. And I miss it so much. I miss, the, I miss that atmosphere. But I think, at least for me, it's like I am working in production, and I have, like, I want to get into the writer's room and get into producing and show running. Um, right. And create, I think, creating worlds and creating shows. Um, but I've never done that before either. So I think, like, on a big scale. So yeah. I think, I think that, you know, it's like you think that that's what you want to do, and and. I hope that I can get to that point and do that. But like, again, this idea that you have to have it all figured out um, at a certain point and like, can't change your mind is so stressful. Weird. And like, I do think <laughs> so stressful. Yeah. All right. So took a quick pause because of technical difficulties. You know what? We're learning. I'm in my shed in my backyard. This is not, this is not professional really. Okay. <laughs> we're trying our best here. Um, but we were just, we're, we were talking about um, having it all figured out at whatever, 18. And it's a lot. It's a, it's a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I don't know what I'm doing for dinner tonight. How am I supposed to know what I'm doing in five years? Yeah, seriously. The expectations are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I am grateful, though. I do think they're, they're changing. Um, and I think they're changing because we're demanding the change. I think people are demanding that. Yeah. I think people are realizing that, uh, these expectations are a bit ridiculous. So I don't know if you heard that on my end. (laughs) Oh yeah. A little, well, I hear it, but I don't know if I'm going to, it's going to pick up. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Maybe I'll cut this part out. Moving on. Um, you know, I think the raw unedited stuff is fun, you know, maybe it's just me. It does, right? I don't know. Yeah. You guys tell us. Is this interesting to you or are you bored out of your mind? Have you left? Are you still here? <laughs> okay, so I know you've talked about this on Instagram a little bit before, and I feel like we've kind of talked about it too. Um, but regardless of a pandemic, I think being a freelance 
a freelancer and setting your own hours and working, um, like being your own boss, I guess. How do you find, cause I know you're passionate about the balance. How do you find that balance for a social life and relaxation? And, um, I guess in general, but yeah. then also how do you feel like that's carried on over into pandemic when you really are, you know, home all the time? Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, it's hard. It's, I think this will always be really hard for me. And though I preach that I don't support hustle culture and all that, all that jazz, Mm -hmm. um, it's still something I'm working on too. And, and, and I think too, I sometimes get wrapped up in the being sort of a workaholic type, but then I will also on the other side dip into the, I'm not doing enough stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, I guess for me, I, the best thing, best way that I've been able to sort of overcome my own problems with that is just letting my, seriously, just letting myself have a break if I need it. And sometimes that's a lot more than other times, but Mm -hmm. you sort of have to force yourself. I have to force myself to stop working sometimes Mm -hmm. because what will happen a lot of the time is I usually start later in the day. Um, mm-hmm. I'll start in the morning sometimes like this morning started at like eight 30 in the morning, but, um, on a normal day, it'll be maybe more like 10 or 11. Um, which means I'm going to inevitably work later in the evening, but sometimes there's, there's no real cutoff for me. And I'm just like, Oh, I didn't get what I needed done. So I just need to keep going. But really mm-hmm. I sort of told myself no matter where I'm at, I, need to have a break. Like I, if I was working in an office somewhere, I'd be done at five and that's, that's it, you know, five or six, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, so I mean, there needs to be a cutoff. I have to give myself some time to, to do that, to have a break. Um, so I don't know a lot of the, I'm still working on it. I struggle a lot with it, but I think when I say things on social media about it, it's because I'm also trying to tell myself, Hey, listen to what you're saying, you know, because it, it's useful. Mm-hmm. So it almost like holds you accountable. Yes. If you put it out into the universe. Yes. You know, absolutely. I'll definitely never tell somebody that they need to work harder. I feel like that's something I will actively keep out of my conversation points. <laughs> we were, a, and I think this is an American thing. I don't know, but I feel like this is more America than like other countries. But I feel like mm-hmm. we are just so like competitive by nature and obsessed. Obsessed with work. Yeah, obsessed with working and obsessed with, it's like almost like a competition. Like I haven't slept for 24 hours because I've been working on deadlines for, you know, and I think it's, it's hard because especially when you're trying to create your own business or your own brand, it's hard to to stop because you don't want people to think like you're lazy or you don't want it because you're not doing it 24 seven. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. Yeah. That expectation and that, um, pressure, I think that, that we put on ourselves because society puts it on us too, I think. Right. Yeah. I think it's somewhat of a, it's becoming like an individual's, uh, responsibility to sort of transcend like that. I transcend all the things that were taught and as part of our American culture, mm-hmm. whatever culture, I guess um, we have to sort of look beyond that and say like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to dip into this 
this routine or I'm not going to follow these beliefs that I need to do ABC all the time, every day, every waking moment. We have to sort of actively try to get ourselves to see beyond that. It's hard. It's so hard. Right. And I feel like too, a lot of being your own business and being your own brand and starting up a small business or a small company, I think, especially within the last five to 10 years, maybe social media is so Mm -hmm. crucial for that. And I think that's how people sell their businesses is online. And if you have small companies or small businesses or people who are their own brand, who become these quote unquote influencers. And I think there's also this expectation that like, I mean, I see it all the time with with people that I follow who are, again, influencers, motivational speakers, um, body positivity yeah. um, accounts on Instagram, like all this stuff. And there's just this expectation that if they don't respond to you within five seconds, it's like, you don't, why, why aren't you listening to me? Like, this is your job. You have to respond to me. That's your job. And it's like this, this demand is so like unreasonable. Like if you know, and it's 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 almost like oh well, you wanted a small business, you wanted to be your own boss or yeah. your own company, so you signed up for this. That's unfair. Like you can, you know, you're allowed to set hours for yourself. Yeah, I think it's funny because I feel like that used to be on my mind a lot more, and I think just as time has passed on, I realize like, hey, like technically speaking. I, I don't have to work on the weekends. <laughs> My business is not technically open on the weekends and I shouldn't have to explain that to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, no one's ever questioned it. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think um, it, there is that sort of weird uh, line that that you, you just talked about. I feel like it's hard to know when you're, when you're fully available and when you're not and if other people like expect you to be available all the time too. So, you know, we shouldn't have to justify our need for a break or spending time with our family or our partners or our pets. Like we shouldn't have, or ourselves, like we shouldn't have to justify wanting to take a bath or like lay in bed and like listen to music. I don't, baths freak me out. <laughs> Fun fact. Um, but like, we shouldn't have to justify that, you know? And I just think <laughs> the bath thing got me. <laughs> I can't stand baths. They freak me out. I really want to know why. I just, here's the thing. Like I want to be that. I want to be her. Like I want to be someone who's like relaxing in the bath with my like wine and my iPad and some bath bombs. Like I want that so bad, but the concept of sitting in dirty water in your own dirty water why would i want that and i know that like they say like oh we'll just like you know rinse off after or rinse off before whatever it's just like no that's too much work yeah. guys i have i have other things i need to do you you have definitely okay so then that my question sorry quick tangent my question is i don't know there i guess there's two types of people there's people that take baths to enjoy the relaxation aspect of it and then there's people that do that, but also use it to get clean or think it's a way to, I don't know. I, I feel like, and I, I would love, I would love to have a conversation with someone who uses a bath to get clean. I'm sure they exist. 
but I don't understand. Like, I feel like the only reason you take a bath is to relax. Yeah, maybe that's, for me, if someone says, like, I took a bath last night, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to get, like, have people turn against me, but I get it. Like, oh, yeah, like, took a bath. It's kind of pretty much the same thing as saying I took a shower, but you just add the relaxation bit. I'm not saying that I take a bath to get clean, but I understand it if that's where your head, like, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge you if you do that. No, I'm not judging anything. I would just love, I would love to be her. Like, I would love to be that person who could, one, take a bath to relax, but I think I would just be stressed, especially because I live with my family, and it's like, there's like two two bathrooms, but it's like, everyone likes that bathroom with the bath, so then it's like, people are like, hurry up, and it's just like, I feel awkward and like, vulnerable, and you know, like, it just like, it's a lot. I would love to be able to relax in a bath and also feel clean after. I would love that for myself. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's when you move out, whenever that is to, you'll, you'll maybe try it again and it will be more of a, I feel like you have to be a hundred percent alone to try it out again. You know, I feel like that day just needs to come. <laughs> right. Right. And that ain't, that ain't fucking happening yeah. anytime soon. Cause we're locked in here. We're, we're locked in it. I don't know how we got on the topics of baths, but I like that it took that turn. Definitely made me laugh. I'm curious if, um, I'm curious who likes baths. I need to do a poll on Instagram and see if people take baths or shower. You sounded like you were really like a fan of baths. I, I do like them, but my problem is not the dirty water issue. <laughs> it's um I get hot really easily so I usually make the bath way too warm way too hot and I sit in it and I'm like oh god I can feel my whole body turning red and then I'll get up for a second I'll be like it's like when you go in a hot tub you sit out for a little bit yeah but it's in the bath you know I'm just kind of oh I can do this I can do this I can endure it and then I can't and then I have to get out yeah yeah so usually what happens so back on a more serious note um, although we should just do an episode about baths one of these days. Um, I was gonna, oh, okay. So in terms of boundaries and, and setting time for yourself to like relax and do other things aside from work, do you feel like the pandemic has either helped with that just because I think there's more of a need for decompressing this during this time? Or do you feel like um, more drawn to working more, uh, because it's a distraction from what's been going on. Like, where do you feel like on that spectrum? Um, I would say probably working a bit more. And I think it's mostly because I feel like I, I'm almost more motivated to work more because I know other people are working from home. If that makes any sense. I don't, I feel like no, it, it does. It's like a solidarity thing. Like we're all we're all doing the same thing every damn day. And before it was like no one could really not no one obviously, but less people could relate to the work at home shindig thing, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that we're all doing it, it's like oh, like okay, like we're all kind of in the same headspace, and that's nice. So I'll keep yeah. going. We're on the same, we're on the same boat. So it's more of a, 
feels more communal. And I think working from home, like, too, I mean, again, like, my work from home has just been, like, personal projects that I've been working on. So there's no deadlines, really, for things. But I do feel like I'm, I I, I think I agree, because I feel, like, more motivated to work on these projects now, because I feel like it's, one, keeping me busy and keeping me distracted and entertained. And I think creative, I, I thrive on, like, creative things. And I think not having that out outside of, you know, myself right now is weird, but I do feel like seeing other people working from home and all like, it's like, Oh yeah. Like someone's doing work from home. I'm working on a script. Like we're all, we're all in this together, you know? So yeah. I think I, I totally feel that. Um, yeah. And normalizing personal projects more, you know, it's yeah. like the whole bread making thing, you know, everyone's supporting everyone's individual creative outlets now. Mm-hmm. And seeing it as like an opportunity for potentially for work, but I don't know. I feel like people are really supportive of that. Oh, you picked up a hobby or, Oh, you're, you're working on a script now. And it's, it's seen less of like, Oh, do you do that professionally? It's more of like, well, I have the time and I can, so I'm doing yeah. it. And then everyone's like, awesome. So am I. <laughs> on So on that note, I was just thinking, so at the beginning of pandemic, like there was a post or like very variations of a post going around where it was like, you you don't have to come out of um like don't feel like you have to write the novel or you have to um complete the screenplay or you have to do this this or this like we're going through a pandemic this is really hard on everyone like how do you feel because I for one totally agree with that I feel like you shouldn't there shouldn't be this pressure to finish things because this time is hard and I think it's really hard to stay motivated I mean I get motivated and then I lose that motivation because it's like things are depressing or you just get sad or you get anxious um but I do feel like also on this at the same time this level of guilt for not taking advantage of this time that I've been given if I'm not doing things and and completing tasks and yeah um, personal projects. So I just wonder like where you feel, like, how do you feel about that whole concept? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, that's tough because on one end of the spectrum, I totally am also on the same page, but I have to sort of separate it from myself. Cause I think for me, everyone has their own expectations of themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So it would be sort of hypocritical to say like, Oh yeah. Like I totally believe in like you know, taking as met as much time as you need or as many breaks, or, you know, if you, you don't feel like doing tasks for a day, like I really do believe in that. But at the same time, I know that I'm not, like you said, like, I'm going to just feel guilty if I don't do anything. But another thing is to put into perspective, I am not suffering from mental illness right now, other than anxiety, which has not been diagnosed, but I, that I do have some form of anxiety, but not enough where it hinders my life, you know? So I can't speak for other people's experiences. So I don't know. It's tough because like, for me, I'm like, this is, this is the time. And and also I have to work. Like I really don't have any option right now to not work or not go anywhere or, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I have to, otherwise I can't pay for rent and stuff. So I don't know if other people are kind of feeling that as well and also suffering from like sadness, like whether that be chronic sadness or like, you know, so it's hard. I don't know. It's a tough question for me to answer. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer either because I think it's so, 
Because if you're looking at your, like, you could take that, like, again, you could take that question for yourself. Like, I am like, yeah, I don't have to come out of quarantine with a screenplay written. Yeah. But I also know myself and know that if I don't have things to show for Mm -hmm. my time in quarantine, I'm going to feel like I wasted time and we and like right. in my time you yeah know? and I think but I also at the same exact time if people are you know I live at home with my parents I don't pay rent I don't have to work right now which is I'm so fortunate about because I don't feel like I don't feel safe right now um in work environments and mainly because cases right. are just really bad um and I you know being immunocompromised I just think I have other Mm -hmm. fears that come with that um and I know that I'm very fortunate for that I know that's not a lot of people's situation it's rare for that to be people's situation and it's it's such a hard time because I think people like there's so much pressure put on all of us to like have the exact same outcome and like experience and it's so we are sharing this all but it's it's different for everyone you know I put pressure on myself but I would never put pressure on if some friend was like, I'm struggling and I you know haven't done I feel like I haven't done anything during this time like I would never be like well how did you know like I would never yeah because it's like again it's different people yeah it's like when we say we're we're meaner to meaner to ourselves and other people it's the same thing goes like we would never talk the way we talk to ourselves to other people um yeah I don't know it's I I think I'm just on the the train of just be as sensitive as you can you don't ever know the whole story like you might even tell me let's say you were talking about what's going on with you right now you still even though if I asked you and you were giving me like some real stuff there might be stuff underneath that you're not sharing too so how can I like you know right right yeah. Well, cause it's like, again, we're, we're constantly sharing what we want to share. And I think too, like sharing what we know too. Cause I think that there's so much, I think everyone has things that are even under the surface that maybe they're not even aware of, mm-hmm. um, that are affecting them. And I think, yeah, it's just, I hope that we come out of this more sensitive and more empathetic ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like genuine empathy, like not, I'm an empathetic person, but then like being dismissive and like judgy yeah I just I hope it's more genuine and because God knows there's that personality type too (laughs) do you feel like during this year um has there been anything that stood out to you that you've like learned about yourself or anything that you think this year has taught you that you'll take um with you outside of this this time yeah um this is something I already sort of knew and have been like learning and then implementing the idea of is I can and will get through anything. And I know that not everyone can get to that like level of optimism, mm-hmm. I guess. I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal here, but I'm also trying not to like say that it's so easy, but like um, I guess I, I really have learned that through some, a couple of like, dips due to the pandemic like whether that be like a mental health thing or a work-related thing or any other personal thing um I really can overcome it and it it happens and you do have to believe in yourself because more often than not I think we Mm -hmm. have more opportunities and more ways to get out of something than we even realize and then if you it's weird it's like you have to almost be put yourself Mm -hmm. as high as you can and really like bump yourself up 
to get to a point where you're capable of actually overcoming things because you have to get on that, like sort of like an optimism train. It's not easy. Again, it's not easy for, and it's definitely not easy for me all the time, mm-hmm. but I think that that's what I've learned the most is like, I can, I can get through it. I just have to get myself up as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's trying to, you know, take life with the half glass full mindset and, you know, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's hard. Cause I feel like I am someone that, um, does better with a positive outlook on things and like a positive mindset and tries to be as positive as possible. You know, I think I Mm -hmm. try to make these podcasts pretty positive. And even if there's things that are going on, try to look at, look on the, you know, find the silver linings. Yeah. And I, at the same time though, I think I've learned a lot this year about the like toxic positivity thing Mm-hmm. which they're talking a yeah. lot about online, which is so weird. Cause like, I feel like I must've known that's a thing, but like, I hadn't like had never thought of it before. Yeah. This time. Oh, yeah. Like, at all. like it had never crossed my mind that that's a thing. And, um, and I feel like since hearing about that and since that coming to, um, to, you know, my attention, um, I feel like I've made an effort to try to be more open on social media and in conversations with people. Um, but especially on social media, because I feel like, and I feel like I am still, again, like, you know, we've talked a lot about like still learning and not like having it all figured out, um, with different things. So I feel like I'm still trying to figure out that balance, but trying to be optimistic and trying to be positive, but also like being willing to share the hard stuff and the emotion and the trying to be more genuine and come across that way, just because I think it's not yeah. always like, you know, easy. I think that there, this year has been so many like dips, like you said, of like lack of motivation or just sadness about yeah. the world or anger. Like I, I, um, me and my family were planning a trip to Europe this during this month mm-hmm. Um, and we were supposed to go to Europe and it's just like, you know, yeah. um, accepting that that's not happening yeah. and being sad about that, but also knowing like it could be worse, but also allowing yourself to, to feel sad about it. I think it's a whole, that whole, um, concept of like, oh, well it could always be worse. And like some people has it, have it worse. And it's like, that's obviously always going to be the case, always, but yeah. I think you all also need to hold space for your sadnesses even though to other people they might be small to you they're a thing you know it's something that you have to allow yourself to come to terms with and grieve or you know yeah it really has it's oh yeah sometimes I often wonder too like when I'm speaking about I don't know like being fairly positive I do like have to question myself like is and I think it's it's due to some of those posts that you were talking about with the uh, toxic positivity is like, am I just glossing over the reality mm-hmm. or am I actually okay? <laughs> I don't know sometimes. I don't know. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's tough. I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think that's why I always leave room for like, oh, well, 
this isn't everyone's experience and it's not always my reality to be positive either. But generally speaking, I think I've been able to, I think that's what it is. It's like, I know that things don't always feel okay and aren't always okay. But I think in the end, I have this general, even if it's at the at the bottom of everything, I have this general sense of like, I'm safe and I'm going to be okay. Even if I have to, you know, do something absolutely insane to like stay alive, you know, which is very ridiculously deep and dramatic. But (laughs) I think I'm just always at like survival mode. I'm like, well, I'm going to survive. Right. Right. And that's the hardest thing too, is like, is like wanting to, it's just, it, there's, there's so much that's happened this year and it's, it's a lot of it's been happening for years. I think it's just a lot of stuff has come to the surface. Um, this year, trying to do a little bit in every area, you know, trying to like mm-hmm. be positive and like be okay in your own life and figure out your own self and self-discovery and figuring out careers and, you know, all this stuff, social life. And then also like giving time to bigger issues that have been going on in the world and just like finding that balance of like, I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a, I'm not a therapist. Wait, I thought you were. <laughs> what the heck? I don't know anything. I need someone to tell me how, like what, tell me how to understand the world. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, and I think it's like, being okay with like not knowing too is like something that's so yeah, hard. Agreed. And there's a lot of not knowing <laughs> this year. So yeah, especially this year. <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting another phone call. Oh, popular. <laughs> are you okay? Small, small pivot. But are you um like a phone call person or like a text person? Like, does someone have to text you? Depends on the person. <laughs> I love phone calls, but not for everyone. I like phone calls. I like texting. I don't know. Depends on the person. I like to talk, so. So you're you're a phone call the way if you can get to that level. <laughs> High key, like 30% of the reason why I started this podcast. I was just like, I need to talk to people. So I'm just going to talk to myself. I think we all do it. I know I talk to myself. I run through conversations with myself every day. Yeah, same. There's this there's this, this TikTok that I saw yesterday and it was this woman saying that not like I have an inner monologue like in my head. Like when I'm like thinking things, like I have like a voice, like I guess. Um telling like narrating things. Like it's like a, you know, but apparently some people don't have that. It's all like pictures in their head. Like there's some people that don't see hear words like they just see pictures it's a thing do you I don't even my mind is blown right now I'm having a crisis oh um whoa that's so like if you're like I'm gonna go to the store today do you think in your head I'm gonna go to the store today or do you think about this I don't know I honestly don't know I wish everyone could see your face right now. Isn't that weird? Oh my God. That's weird. It's like, I'm panning. I don't know how to explain this. Like not a sense of dread that just washed over me, but this like, <laughs> I get an existential crisis kind of. Yeah. I don't understand. Like I, I maybe both, maybe pictures. I don't know. Yeah. Apparently it's like a thing. There's like the inner monologue versus 
fuck, there was like a word that they used, but some most people have an inner monologue or like an inner like a narr it feels like it's a narrator, but then this woman who has made this TikTok was like, I don't hear words, I just see this like it's almost like a silent movie, like a silent picture oh. show. Like that's what she sees. And like that's rarer, I guess. Rarer. Oh, rare. Okay. Um but Okay, yeah, then I think I'm both because I don't it's not silent, that's for sure. But I always have something going all the time. So yeah, maybe maybe I just need, hadn't thought about it. So that's why I was so confused and scared for a second. But you're right. That's weird. It blew my mind. I I saw this TikTok and I was like, people don't hear words. Oh my god. Well, okay. So is there anything else you want to add before I have you leave us with a a question? I don't think so. I feel like we really dived in. I feel like we did. I feel like that got real deep. Yeah, I I really felt minus that conversation. Minus the bad stuff, like yeah, yeah. But in like in and of itself, also deep. All right. Well, I'm glad we did this. I'm glad you're. I'm glad it was you. We we went through this together. We really did. <laughs> you first time on a podcast. Me first time interviewing someone on a podcast. We learned a lot today. We did, especially about technical difficulties at the beginning. <laughs> and that's. <laughs> I hate technology like I'm grateful but it's not me I'm not that mind I don't have that mind I don't understand it I don't understand how sound works I don't understand how I'm talking to you through this computer and you're in Portland (laughs) that almost sounded like a high thought another high thought like someone hey guys (laughs) I'm high all the time (laughs) you're like reached a point where just like oh this is so strange like we're I'm talking to you and then I'm, then you're receiving it on your end, <laughs> and it's being recorded. <laughs> how? How does that work? Yeah, yeah. I'm not high, everyone. Not high. <laughs> I know. I keep like throwing you under the bus. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um. Okay. So, I like to sometimes end episodes with a question that we can carry out uh, a conversation with on Instagram. Um, so Jenna, leave us with a deep thought. I guess I want to know like what motivates people to kind of keep going outside of work. Like what is, what is your motivation in life? What is something that keeps you happy and, and thriving, especially during a pandemic? I love that. That's so deep. I don't even know how to answer that. So I'm going to answer that on Instagram. Was that too hard? Like too heavy? No, no, no. That was great. I loved it. It's great. You got to make people think if they made it this far, if they made it past the bad conversation, (laughs) I hope that we get some, some feedback. Um, Definitely got some people clicking out of that after that. They were like, no, we're good. Awesome. I like that. That's great. So I guess, if you want to um, let us know, let Jenna know what you, what motivates you, come find us, uh, come find me over on Instagram and, and let us know. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll feel out the, the response. Um, and maybe how you feel about baths. I don't know. Please. That's more important. <laughs> I guess that's it. Yeah, we did it. This was, so, I don't know how to end this without, with a guest. I just want to keep talking. I just want to keep going. Talk about everything. No. It's a good sign. Um, isn't it? Isn't it good? Well, we'll have to have you back, like, at some point. 
um, after I've interviewed more more people, and then I'll be better. Oh, we could just talk about baths. Yeah, we'll have a full episode. Be great. Be great. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks for taking time to do this. I mean, yeah, of course. Wow, I'm so honored. Um, I'm honored. I'm on a podcast, and I've never been able to say that. Now you can. I can. Amazing. Aww. I mean, yeah. Can I can I give out your social media? Or do you want to give out your social media? Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at well, if you want to follow JL Films, follow me at JL Films. Or J Logan Films, excuse me. JL Films was taken. Wow. Okay, you heard it here. Go find Jenna at J Logan Films on Instagram. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry if this was a mess. We're learning. We're teaching ourselves. It's great. We had a great time. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Um, thank you, Jenna, for being here, for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. And to everyone else, happy freaking holidays. Um, stay safe. Wear your masks. Stay home if you can. And um, I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, Jenna. Bye. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and hearing me out. If you want to chat more and get updates on future episodes, come find me over on Instagram at justhearmeout.pod. If you like what you heard today, I would be so grateful if you'd share this podcast and be sure to tag me. And if you don't want to miss an upcoming episode, be sure to subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcast fix. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next week.